we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew. What's up, Edward? Nothing. I feel a lot of energy today. I don't know. I think I got some good sleep. I'm feeling good, ready to go. <laughs> Great. I'm thrilled for you. How are you? Um, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I don't know what's going on. I need to, like maybe see a sleep doctor i have not been sleeping well for like a week or two now and i can't pinpoint what it is like i thought oh it's because i'm eating before bed i'll stop doing that i stopped doing that still not sleeping well like oh maybe it's because i need to drink more water i feel like i'm drinking a lot more water not really helping so i'm still trying to figure it out can i diagnose you right now sure you need to not watch batman begins until midnight before you go to sleep okay night. you need to go to bed at a reasonable hour oh, oh. without blue light okay <laughs> you, you are reading me for filth right now stay off the phone I'm and stay st- off the tv uh, after 11 p.m uh, okay <laughs> um all right y'all thank you so much for uh listening if you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts god damn um it is at least a beautiful day. I'm looking out my window right now. <laughs> you're like ignoring me. Now you're now like, turning, I'm so mad. Fully turning my whole body away from you. Um, it is a beautiful day. I think yesterday also messed with my brain because if y'all live in, on the East Coast, it was like half rain, half snow yesterday. After some, uh, after a couple days of sunny weather, we've got a random snowstorm and a rainstorm yesterday. So that kind of messed me up maybe. I don't know. But I'm here. Yeah, you and, are. And uh, we have a great week of shows. I think every show was great this week. I am so excited to start talking about Candy and the Gang. Yeah, you were excited, and I I had my reservations about it, but I gotta say, it delivered. Dave, they're setting us up for a really good show. It's very much gonna be a lot like Vanderpump Rules. I feel. Oh, I agree. I think it's gonna be so delicious. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, should we start with that? Yeah, let's start with Candy and the Gang. Do the little theme song. I know you like. I'm to going to my house, to my house. I'm the one that giving you candy. Although, actually, the real theme song is Candy. It's Candy, yeah. Singing, but it's not. It's a different song. Yeah, that was like the promo. Yeah, it's song. like. Dun, dun, ban, dun, 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 we got it. We got it. Yeah, because you'll be able to sing the real version. Candy next thing. and the gang. It's it's great. I I mean, I love her and I just love, I, and I had a feeling she was going to do that. I was like, there's no way that if there's going to be a jingle that she's not going to write it, that she's not going to sing on it. Oh, she's making that money. No, she of course. She's doing. I, and she, you know, even this first episode, she was, I feel like present just enough. Her yes. and Todd, much like Ken and Lisa. Yes. Kind of giving us an overview of the cast, of where the state of the business is at, why we're filming now, because they started on a high with opening the restaurant, but now that they've gotten comfortable and given what happened during the pandemic, you know, staff is complacent, you know, business is like kind of hit or miss. So we're coming in, we're making changes. We are uh, introducing you all to this crazy family we've got. So the big problem with OLG is that the old lady gang has their fingers a little bit too much in the kitchen because they yes. they were supposed to just kind of be the faces of old lady gang. Yeah, like the Tom and Tom. Exactly. <laughs> Candy was thinking they were going to be Tom and Tom, and they are really trying to do everything. They want to always be there. They want to make decisions. They're just always jumping in. And that's not their job. No. So we've got Mama Joyce, Aunt Nora, and Aunt Bertha are the trifecta of the, the old, old lady gang. Yeah. 
And so then to go through the other cast of characters real quick, we've got Don Juan, which is he's Candy's sort Assistant of GM of like candy coated, you know, industries. Everything. But We've known him from the beginning of RHOA. And we love him, but he has to get involved in a lady gang right now because it's sort of, you know, teetering on, you know, um, it's on it's the not brink. Great. The Yelp reviews are not great. They are not <laughs> great. But the Yelp reviews are specifically not great about Chandrika. Chandrika is the main host at OLG. And I'm sorry, like, I hope that I get to like her more, but if I, I I'm very much like Philip. So Philip is another character here who he is sort of the operations manager of blaze, I think. Yes. And they brought him over because he's really good at mm-hmm. his job. And I'm very much a Philip. Like I, I will give you respect if you respect me back. And what that means to me is that you show up to work on time uh, and you are ready to work and you're here to work. You're not here to mess around. You're not here to fraternize with other employees. So, I'm very much a Philip where if I see Chandrika on her phone, talking rude to customers, causing all of these bad reviews on Google and Yelp, like I'm going to come in and I'm going to clean house. Yeah. It's like, we need to get to business. I mean, I worked with you. You weren't my manager, but you were like, I guess one step ahead of me. You actually took a job that I was supposed to be getting, but that's neither here or there. Okay. You honestly were Phil. You Philiped me because you <laughs> were pulled in from another location. When I was, because you wanted to move, you wanted to be somewhere closer to your house, you didn't have to drive. But then I showed day. up and I r- made you realize, like, oh yeah, this person actually does deserve to be uh, the key holder. Well, you did clean up house. I did clean sure. up house. I did. I brought a broom in and swept up the mess. <laughs> yeah, Truly. people were not happy. But no, they were what? not. It's what it is. I was no Chandrika though. No, no, no. Chandrika no. is giving me, and I hate to say it, she's giving me Lala vibes because Lala was yes. very similar. Like Lala. Is, was not the friendliest. She was always calling out. It wasn't her main priority. Yeah. So I think, but I think Chandrika has the opportunity to kind of grow. I mean, she was late by like 15 minutes. Like we saw the camera in her car and she's like, she pulls up 30 seconds before doors <laughs> open. I would go ballistic. She was like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I love how she was also like, oh yeah, I just haven't gotten used to ATL traffic. I've been living here for four years. It's like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. You living in Buffalo, New York, but then moving to ATL and you've been here for four years. Like you should have a complete understanding, thorough understanding yeah. of how to get around. I also did love Dominique. Yes. I like the bartender. The dancer. She, yeah. The dancer. I love her. I love her style. But um, she don't get in some trouble. She's going to get into a lot of trouble with Brandon. And Brandon is sort of the interim manager uh, who Todd said, like, we like him, but he's not GM material. He's sort of helping us out right now. And we were trying to figure out his proper place here. But he's not going to survive much longer if he keeps up with Dom. And I get why. Dom seems great, but you can't eat shit where you eat, as the saying goes. You've got to keep a business with pleasure. No. Like, if I were him, I'd be like, you know what? I think I should go work at Blaze or I should go work somewhere else uh, under the candy-coated brand because I want to work for you, but I also think that Dom and I have chemistry. I mean, they both said that their sexual chemistry is on, like, what, 100,000? Yeah. (laughs) They were like, we want to F They They can't do that. And, I mean, it's going to be great fodder for us to watch on TV, but it's going to get them into a lot of trouble. 100%. You have... Torin, who was the like original party planner for OLG and for Candy, and he kind of moved away, but Candy brings him back because she wants to have and like rejuvenate now that the pandemic's over and everything. She wants to bring back kind of the events and like that whole idea of OLG and kind of make it more of a place where people go. So she has him plan this like it's like a barbecue or like a an employee slash friends and family party where like they bring everyone in and it's kind of bringing in old 
like crew members who used to, you know, work for OLG that she wants to bring back and introducing them to the new people and just kind of getting everyone excited about this relaunch. It's and so smart creating a culture like that at, at this place of business. It's so smart. It's also just really good. I think to remind the community that like OLG is back. COVID is like receding and like, it's good to, you know, get the party started. Going, again. It's smart for a business like this to have this kind of culture. Let me tell you from experience, Working at somewhere where everyone is this close to like either hooking up or fighting and well, also throwing them into two parties is the most messy situation you can be in. Trust me, I've no, been there. I don't. I don't disagree with that. I just mean like creating like a place where you all can have fun and and hang out. That I get. Okay. I, I don't think she understands. I think she won't watch the show. I don't think she understands just how close some of these people are. And I think it's going to be a rude awakening for her in a it couple will. episodes. We, um, um, And then we have, I guess the only two others that were introduced this episode really were Brian and Richard. Richard is coming in as a host. And I, I felt so bad for him. I empathize with him so much when, you know, the restaurant was super crazy and Chandrika was not present at all. And the power was going out and this poor guy just trying to like herd cattle and trying to keep everyone like calm and cool and collected literally and figuratively. I felt so bad for him. He, he was like, I don't know what, why did I leave blaze? What, why am I here? This is crazy. Um, then you have Brian, the gay with the toupee who, is which cracked me up, which was, he was like, he was like, this is a wig. I'm like, uh, we can tell. We can tell. <laughs> but, He's like also doing his own small eats business. There were like what spring roll things that he's. They're making. like Atlanta inspired like spring rolls, uh, like soul food spring rolls. But like I don't understand how he's gonna be able to do that and I'll keep come back to work. Oh, he's not. That's that's a that's a story it's gonna line. be a conflict. I I think I think he's gonna get in trouble for like slipping people flyers under the bar. And being like, here, if you want to have a little eat after this, or if honestly, I could see him passing out flyers to people waiting two hours instead of a lady. I'm like, you could just go over to my cart all around the corner and uh, he's like eat pulling up. it out of from his trunk. Like, here you go, serving it up. So I'm excited. I think the show's gonna be great. I like it. I mean, already first episode, we have the power go out and they don't have generators. And I love that Philip's like, I love Candy and Todd, but like these are things that are important. I'm sorry, but Todd's like, if the power goes out for a couple hours, eh, it's neither here nor there. It's like Todd, no, 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 no. It does not work like that. Does not work at all. Um, but I'm super excited. I think it's gonna be a great show. Uh the like more to come this season looked great. Oh yes, I'm ready for it. I'm happy. Candy and the gang, added to the list. Added to the list. All right, should we move a little bit up the coast and go to NYC with Summer House? Yeah, let's go to the Hamptons for a second. Um, This was an episode that I really enjoyed because we're... I mean, the Amanda and Kyle drama is never going away. No. It's, it's, it's still going to be... Up until the day they say I do, we're still going to be dealing with it. Um, There were still moments this episode where I'm like, why are you getting married? I don't... Why are, I, I honestly don't think they... Sh- I mean, they already did, but it's just going to end up so badly. And the whole fact that, like... Kyle hasn't, it's what, 41 days into their wedding and he hasn't brought up that he wants a prenup? Like, that should have been discussed right after the engagement. Been like, as an inv- as someone who has investors in my company and a business, they're worried. They brought it up to me. I love you, but, like, I need to have a and prenup. And Amanda probably would have been more amenable to that conversation 
like at that point because yes. they were probably in a much better place. But now, given all this animosity that's stirring amongst them, it's there's no way that that conversation is going to go well. No, at all. But what was great about this episode is that even though we had more of Amanda and Kyle, we're finally getting into more drama with everybody else, specifically. Thankfully. This really bizarre love triangle. I don't know if we can call it that. Between it's the Austin problem. The Austin, Lindsay, and Sierra drama, which I would like to say off the bat that I'm sorry, but the more that we see of Austin and Craig, the more I go, what are we fighting about? This These schlubs are so gross. Maya said the same thing on, an, on a, like a Watch What Happens Live or some chat where she was like, when Austin walked into the house, I was like, what are we fighting about? This is the guy... But I have to agree. I am such a Southern Charm fan. I love that show. You have some rose-colored glasses on when I, it comes I to did. Summer House. I did, but now or seeing Southern them Charm. outside of that world, all of these Summer – or not Summer House, Southern Charm guys are trash. Like, Austin <laughs> is uh, – there is nothing appealing or attractive to me about Austin whatsoever. He's got a bunk face a bunk bod and a bunk attitude. Like I am sorry there. And he doesn't even have a business to like lean back on. Like if, it, if he maybe had like something, a going pillow for business. Him. No, a, like a, Craig. Well, I love Craig's <laughs> pillow business. So we do not, we do not diss that. And like Austin has some like failed beer though. Like it's just so, ugh. it's I just very clear it. that these boys, especially Austin are clinging on to summer house and Southern charm because it's literally their livelihood and they need the press. They need the, uh, in, yeah. like the you know, um, they need the notoriety to keep their quote unquote brands alive. And I felt really bad because it, this whole drama between um, Sierra and Lindsay is completely caused because of Austin. Yeah. I understood Lindsay's point of view though. I think more than Sierra's like, Lindsay and Austin have been friends for many years. They've had a, a weird relationship where they've kind of been, you know, romantic and sexual and then not and back and forth, back and forth. But she has every right to say, I'm allowed to invite my friend here and I'm allowed for him to spend time with me this weekend mm-hmm. because you and Sierra, uh, you and Austin, Sierra, like your relationship is brand new and it's a huge question mark. And that's not my fault. That's your fault. And Sierra is clearly very jealous that, Lindsay's getting this one-on-one time. I think she said to him, like, you're not allowed to sleep in Lindsay's which was, room. I, uh, which well, I Sierra, was like, I get why you wouldn't want that, but that's a bad move. It's a bad look. You just, if he wants to join you in your room, he'll join you in your room. If he wants to join Lindsay in her room, he'll join Lindsay in her room. It's not your call. It's but his that's call what I'm saying. I want, and Paige too, like, I want Paige and Sierra to, to claim more power for themselves because you two are beautiful. You two are intelligent. You have so much going for you. And these morons do not. Like, you need to demand that they treat you like queen. Yeah, and if they not, don't move on, there are so many attractive guys who don't act like this, who or at least act a little bit better than these two schmucks. I I really I wouldn't re- say a lot. <laughs> I, a little a bit. I'm getting. I'm, I'm giving men too much credit, but I just don't give them all of this power. Don't give them all of this agency because like Austin is getting exactly what he wants. Exactly. He He's, can make out with Lindsay yeah. at the birthday party, but also like get you into his bedroom and get you to make out with him. And he said the line that I hate. He's like, I want to eat you from front to back. And she's like on camera. That is I was like, that vomiting. I wanted to throw vomiting. up. I wanted to throw up. That was, was so, so gross. gross. But I, I am happy that, you know, we know that Lindsay and Carl are going to get together. I, 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 it's weird for me to see Lindsay so about Austin and get so upset when 
he's grabbing on Sierra's butt at the bar after they went out to dinner together. And then, but then they're all lovey dovey at her birthday. And then you have Carl with Mackenzie Mackenzie, who just seems, she seems perfectly nice, but like, what is she doing here? It's, it's weird, but it's also funny to me that like these two were like clearly dating other people, but their whole situation was like about to begin. You know what I mean? I agree. I think again, Lindsay is going through this. I this is where I do empathize with Sierra watching the Austin and Lindsay stuff unfold. Is you know Lindsay is going through a weird time in her life where she really doesn't know what she wants, so she's kind of just letting all inhibition all the darts at, the, at, the, at the dartboard and kind of just letting her inhibitions go. But it comes with a cost, my dear. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe we're about to see that shift where she kind of the glasses come off and she sort of sees Carl for who he is and what they could be, um, which I'm looking forward to because I think that Lindsay needs some stability and oh, it's yeah. not with Austin and it's not uh, with all these other idiots she's been sleeping around with. Okay, I loved her birthday theme. I thought that was such a fun, a twisted, Le- fairy, twisted tale. fairy tales. So great, fabulous. I, I did not really get her little like booth sections at the birthday, like the Mexico section where it's just, like decorated like Mexico. And like, this is a VIP section. This was literally just a smattering of all the things she likes. Yeah. It was so, <laughs> it was kind of silly, but I loved everyone's costumes. I thought everyone looked really great. That Kyle unicorn thing I have worn before. And I did a full on dance. And I remember, remember that. And I literally thought of you as we watched the episode. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yep, this is Eddie. Me. I used to, Put on that. And it, I really liked that, um, you know, uh, Danielle and Sierra were both kind of um, teaming up to get Maya to talk to that really handsome guy. Like they're trying to get Maya back into like the, the you know, into the little waiting pool of dating. And I really appreciate that because Maya's got a lot going for her. She has a lot. I love Maya. She's a great addition to this team. I do have to say, though, I don't know if you caught it, but it's kind of all over. I mean, it's all over social media right now, but both Jason from Winterhouse and Alex from Summer House were at the party, but they were not featured a single part in the Wait, episode. wait, wait, what? Al- yeah. Wait, Alex was there? Because it made it seem like when Andrea came and brought their present, he's like, this is from me and Alex. It made it seem like Alex wasn't even at the I house thought Alex weekend. wasn't there that weekend. Nope, he was there. He was <gasps> dressed as like a, I think like a, like a wolf man. Not like he didn't have a mask on, but he was like a wolf warrior. That was his like fairy tale situation. That's not a good sign. If they're cutting you out of episodes and you're a cast member, like yeah. I don't, I well, don't see him making it to next and, season. And we know Jason's gonna come back to Winterhouse. To Winterhouse. So I'm interested to see if they maybe show him next episode. To be fair, there was a lot going on at that party between yeah. Lindsay and Austin and Sierra and Sierra and Danielle and Maya. And but if uh, you're a cast member, you should be featured in at least every episode. No, I get that. I do. Not just your name mentioned. Um, I did feel bad. I mean, maybe I won't later on, but I did feel bad for Andrea because it's it's clearer I'm and clearer. Rolling my eyes to the back of my head. I know, but it's just it's clearer and clearer that Paige is is kind of fully committing to this Craig ridiculousness. And I could see Andrea's like, I've, I've lost the battle and like, I don't know you where also, to move forward. This is also something I really, truly just want to bring up to you right now. You understand they do these confessionals months after the show is over. No, you're right. You're he right. You're right. He's completely playing the game right. He's trying to gain sympathy for himself. You know, he's going to get so much poon after the show because he's going to be like, oh, he's <laughs> such a sensitive Jesus guy. Christ. He just wants a girlfriend. He's no, he's it's running, working on me. I'm totally buying it around the city. He's I am buying it. I, whatever he's downtown. selling, I'm totally eating it up and buying it. I'm sorry. I, yeah, no, I'm not saying that you're not right. I'm just saying like, it's working. It works. <laughs> no, it does. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we are expanding our horizons in terms of what drama we are consuming on the show. Um, I, I'm again, I get more and more nervous itching to the finale, itching to the reunion because I just see the word annulment coming up for, for Kyle and Amanda. And I, I honestly think it might be the best thing for them, but people get married and stay married for, uh, worse reasons. So we'll see. Uh, not summer house um shall we move on to the housewives portions of the program yes which housewife do you want to start let's with? start with um slc okay so we had part two of the reunion we've got one more part this one was honestly just the i guess witch trial of lisa barlow this was really really frustrating this it episode. made me mad it made, it me, made really, me really really mad, really mad. again because again i get it lisa has a control issue and there is a bit of narcissism there. And yes, she does say and do things to make sure that her hands are clean and that her brand is protected. I get it. Cause she, you know, she's a perfectionist and it's, it, she says and does things that really do, you know, shoot herself in the foot uh, sometimes. But this really felt like everyone is ready to f- nail this woman to the cross. It, mm-hmm. it really, really bummed me out. You know, in particular, I, again, I love Heather Gay. She's still my favorite on the show. And to a certain extent, I understood why last reunion a year ago, why she and Lisa were at odds because they had some serious beef with each other through the season. But for the most part, she and Heather were, they did not fight the season. So why Heather feels the need to jump in and get her hands dirty by making sure that everyone sees Lisa for the woman that she is, is kind of ridiculous. The moment in particular that really bothered me was, you know, Meredith was accusing Lisa of not being there when her father died, which I also think is bullshit. But that is a legitimate gripe that Meredith and Lisa can have. But then for Heather to jump in and go, oh, well, Lisa. You didn't text me. Or no, you texted, you texted me, a day, me later. a day later. And you texted me, um, hope your dad's doing well. It's like, wait, 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 wait. know when your father died. You guys are not close enough yeah. to for her to know when your father died. I highly doubt you posted on social media that it happened. And you could see Heather kind of backtrack and go, oh, no, I'm not saying that it was malicious. I'm just saying, like, Lisa's, like, not thoughtful. It's like, no, 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 no. So Knock that shit off. Can I be real? I This is just something I thought of. And this is something that it's kind of pushing back to the end of the episode too, where Andy's like, well, you say you have all these things on these women about their extramarital affairs and Meredith, that are right? going on to Meredith. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to bring it up. I think the reason they're all going after Lisa and not really hammering in on Meredith, which is who they want to, is because they're scared something is going to pop up. That I is, think, I think that is the crux of this entire I think, thing. I think they're scared. I of think Meredith. they're scared of bringing up the stuff with Jen because they are they don't know whether to go on the innocent until proven guilty side or to really prosecute. And they her. don't want to be called into court with the FBI. No, they're nervous about going after Mary because she's not there and yeah. everything is alleged. They don't know about the Jenny stuff yet. That comes later, and. I think they're scared of Meredith because I think that Meredith does have dirt on all of them. Exactly. And then I think it put everyone off balance to see Meredith and Jen make up at the top of the first part of the mm-hmm. reunion. So the only person left is Lisa. Is Lisa. And like, again, Whitney, love you. But you saying that Lisa starts it and then you take the baton. The fact of the matter is, is that you still take the baton and you still and make it worse. I think she does start a lot of stuff as well. Like, let's not, let's Absolutely. not wipe her hands clean because I think Whitney gets away with a lot because she is a fan favorite and she kind of plays the ditzy dumb drunk girl, which is fine for her. That's okay. That's her character. But like at the end of the day, she is just as bad 
not as bad, but sometimes is just as bad as Lisa Barlow. And I don't even think Lisa Barlow is, is that bad. Yeah, I do think she can make some bad decisions. I do think she is very... I do think she produces you know, like uh, a la Lisa Renna a little bit. I do think that. But, you know, going kind of going over to the Mary conversation, it really bothered me that every... Again, Lisa's getting all this heat for bringing Cameron on the show and for bringing up all the allegations about Mary. It's like, no, 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 guys. These allegations have been out since the very beginning of the series, season one, when Mary and her, and her step-grandfather marriage, you know, yeah. all that drama... We've been talking about this for two years. Cameron was going to make his way on the show no matter what because he reached out to Lisa and to Whitney. Mm -hmm. He picked the two shitsters in the group, and he said, I want to get my story out there. So, uh uh-uh. It's not Lisa's fault. And I do think that, you know, Lisa getting, like, the numbers mixed up or getting the facts mixed up, I I think that that is small potatoes compared to the bigger story here. And I don't think that just because Mary's not there doesn't mean that we need to fully flesh all of the stuff out with her. And we couldn't. And it it just, again, because she's not there, we're going to go after the next piece of, uh, the next source, and it's Lisa. It's Lisa Barlow. Yeah, I did feel really bad for her when she had those off-screen moments in the trailer basically saying, you know, you guys did this to me. You, you knew exactly what they were going to do with all of this material they and put I agree. forward. You guys were trying to make a story. You were trying to make it happen, and and it did. And now I'm the one who's being nailed at the stake of the cross. That's None of that was right. Just nailed to the cross. Nailed to the cross. Nailed to the stake of the cross of the fire. <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I'm really hoping for a redemption arc next. It's not going to happen part three. No, Lisa's no. going to still be the source of all the anger part three of this union but i'm hoping next season people come to their senses and we throw the real villain in the in the center of the pot which is meredith mark i mean i think meredith is it, it just see from from the first part of the reunion when she got really you know when she cried and she and jen made up immediately to the way that she handled all of the lisa drama this episode to how she kind of um, went back on her threat to expose everyone else's extramarital affairs and stuff. Like she's playing a very calculated mm-hmm. game. She's thinking about the Meredith Marks brand. And I think that's going to come back to bite her because I think Lisa, Lisa's smart. Yeah. And Lisa is like Cersei Lannister where like you can like shave her head and have her walk through the court, shame, shame, and throw all this garbage at her. But she's going to come back and she's going to blow up the castle and you're all going to die. Yeah. Like I do think Lisa has everyone's numbers now. Yeah. And I think that she's going to play a really smart game next season and everyone needs to watch out. I'm ready for it. I am too. Um, and I'm glad that Andy, Andy was smart. Andy, I'm glad kind of, you know, when, when Heather kind of went after Lisa for bringing up religion and said, no, Heather, we've been talking about, we've been taught Scientology. LOL. We've been talking about Mormonism for two seasons now. It's kind of the same thing, but yeah, it was a great part two. I think finally in part three, we're going to get to Jen. (laughs) And we're going to get to what's going on with her and maybe hold her feet to the fire a little bit. Because as much as I like Jen for the show, like she's still accused of doing these horrible things. And it's just because you guys are afraid to talk about it. Like, it's sorry. You're all on the show with her. You all signed yeah. up for this. Like, we need to kind of flesh it out. And we get the husbands next episode, right? Yeah. So, again, Which why is Seth, though, for? not there in person? Seth, Seth is working. Seth has a job in Ohio. And it's just he can't make his schedule That's work That's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. I, I ugh. You, yeah, know, I, you know what I got to say? That I when I was just doing that Meredith Marks voice, it reminded me of. It's making me think that at the end of the day, Meredith Marks is just Anna Dudley. 
Oh my god! The money in the mail. She There's does. A wire. She, I have stuff on all of you, but I'm not gonna say. She it. does. She does give major Anadolu vibes for sure. Oh, that's so funny. All right. Well, let's move on to another city. Where do you want to go? Yeah. Should we do Jersey first and then do OC and with our ladies in the Orange County? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Um. So Jersey. See, I love how with these women, I kind of really go back and forth week to week. I really am so glad that Dolores sat Jennifer down and said, let's really get to the heart of the matter here. Can we yeah. really talk about the fact that you're still angry with Bill yeah. and that you are totally valid in being angry with Bill and that you never got to fully flash out your anger and how upset you were. And it's been 10 years coming. And yes, the women, you have your issues with the women and yes, like that needs to be dealt with, but let's like, let's deal with the fact that you're hurt and you're angry and you have every right to be. And we should like, let's flush this out. Well, th- th- yeah. And that's the other thing. And that's part of the issue that I have with Jen this season. Why I think Jen is really coming off bad is like, she, yeah, she is going after Marge. Yeah. Marge was the woman, the other woman in a relationship that she cheated. Well, she wasn't the other woman. She cheated on her husband with Joe, her now husband. Her now husband. Yeah. <laughs> Very, you know, messy web. But Jen hasn't dealt with the trauma herself of being cheated on. And for her to attack Marge on something that was 15, 20 years ago that everyone else is just, you know, her ex-husband has accepted it and moved forward. She's accepted it and moved forward. Joe has accepted and moved forward. Everyone has just kind of moved past. Jen is hammering on Marge because she hasn't dealt with the stuff with Bill herself. Like, yeah, if you get cheated on, it sucks. If you see someone else doing that same behavior in the moment, yeah, I'd be like, that's not cool. That person is a shady person. But if, you know, if you've been cheated on and someone else has cheated in the past, it's like, okay, yeah, they did that. They made a mistake. But it clearly they've healed from it. They've moved forward, and now they're in a better place. You know, it's – People's old actions don't dictate their current actions if unless they don't heal from those actions that they first did. Right. But, you know, but what I what I do think was a light something that was like that we shed light on this episode was the fact that Bill's kind of walking away scot free. Yeah. Here and he's getting off the hook for Jen should be at his throat, not margins. Right. But also, I I think that. I have a very strong feeling that Bill gaslit Jen within an inch of her life when this happened. I am so sure that he made it feel like it was her fault that this happened, that she's the one to blame. The only solution is to not talk about it and to move on because our reputations are at stake if anyone found out about this. And we're going to bury this and we're going to move on and we're going to keep having children. And I don't think Jen had much of a say in it at all. So I understand. I, again, I think that Jen is being horrible and that she needs to stop attacking the other women and, and deal with the own shit in her own backyard. But I think the conversation she had with Dolores shed light on the fact that Bill's really the one to blame here. And and, that she, one, and, yeah. and Jen needs to direct all of this at Bill and that she needs to deal with him. They need to have a conversation about this. And I'm glad that the men too sat him down and were like, you need to deal with your wife, but you also need to deal with the consequences of your actions. And Bill literally, Bill doesn't want no, to. He Bill doesn't. wants to walk away and wants to be, you know, get off scot-free. And he, him being like, well, no, she didn't do anything malicious. She wasn't trying to like find information out. She was just being curious. And no, nosy. And they're that's like, bullshit guys. And they're all like, no, that's not the truth. Like, he, she literally called me, Frank, and asked me for information and photos on Jackie and Evan, who is sitting right here. That's not being nosy. That's actively trying to ruin a relationship in a situation yeah. in this moment. I, I was very happy, though, that Jen had a moment with Gabby and was mm-hmm. like, I know there's a lot, but I, we love you and I love your father. 
and we're gonna that get poor through girl. This. You can just see you she is see in her eyes. heartbroken. She she, she is so upset, this, yeah. and I I think that's gonna come back to by building the ass. I think Gabby is gonna. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's that's really the issue is that I think this could have been different if he was a stand up guy and said, you know what, I made this mistake. I'm sorry for it. I'm gonna do everything in my life mm-hmm. to make this better but no he just swept it under the rug and I think that's also maybe why like Jen is so pissed off at Marge because Marge is like no I've confronted this I know what I did and this is my life I and think I have Jen knows that Marge on some level is right about all of yes this. you know and I know Marge is and I, I get why Marge is so fierce about it and why she's like no I'm not gonna let this go until you know the truth comes out until everyone understands like this was all fucked up yeah and it comes off really harsh and kind of you know um piercing to Jen who is clearly like wounded right now but I would probably do the same thing but you're not gonna move past unless you move through it a- exactly um I'm really nervous about Dolores and her mom that sounds really scary. scary um I don't think we've heard anything about her mom you know being sick or, or dying so I think she ends up getting through it but a triple bypass is n- not that a, is not not a simple thing. 95% blockage is crazy town it's that Italian food day in and day out I gotta say oh, <laughs> all that pasta um so I was th- I thought Louie had a brief moment of like okay doing something right you know when when Teresa walked away at the top of the episode upset because she felt like she was kind of getting attacked for not defending her brother Louis sort of was you gotta not be reactive and you gotta kind of listen to what they're saying because at the end of the day this is your family and they do have a point yeah so it's weird Louis kind of goes back and forth between kind of a total psycho creep where I don't know what's going on with him and then like oh he's and kind of being a misogynist kind of controlling Teresa and then going oh he kind of has moments of you know, being that's how they do it. He's a con. Artist, yeah, it's Matthew. very bizarre. It's between it's, Andrea and Louis. You are. Oh, just they are not the same thing. No, no, no. Men. I don't trust Louis as far as I can throw him, and I think that that's really shady. But I am speaking of Louis. I thought that it was not going to get it. You were talking about this a lot, episode to episode of the pod about Louis. You know, abuse allegations and how we weren't sure if that was going to get brought up. But Marge, Marge. God bless her. We we can, you know, we can, we can rely on Marge. Her and her mom bringing it up at, at lunch. So now that's also brought up. I, I want to say, for those who, like, want a, a real side-by-side comparison, I think Faces by Bravo on either Twitter or Instagram, I can't remember, he put the video of Louis talking about his video saying like it was a, it was a breakup video or whatever engagement video. And then literally the like line by line, like they, he like the thing he lies about and then the contradiction in the actual video. Oh man. And it was really cool to see because it's like, wow, no, every single part of this thing he is lying about to cover his ass and make him look like a better person. And that's what Teresa and Louis need to understand really quick is that you're public people. Everything is online there's no way you're going to get around lying. No. It's always going to come out. It will be either, it could be a week from now or a couple years from now, but it's all going to come out and it's all going to be, you're all going to be confronted with it. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to sweep it under the rug and you're trying to say, oh, this is the past and, or that's the past. This is the present. And we're looking to the future. Like that is not going to fly. Nope. And God bless Gia. I'm so glad that she sat down with her mom and was like, you're, going too fast engagement's not something you should be talking about right now you have rose-colored glasses on like I think Louis's great but like take your time because stuff always comes out and you learn things about people that you didn't know before like let's slow it down a little bit you know I love Gia for kind of keeping her mom's head on her shoulders well I mean it's oh and Lee, Teresa that- was totally lying when she was like no we've never talked about engagement no we're, no it's not even the oh topic gosh. of conversation it's like you are such a liar but Gia being the voice of reason is hilarious to me because it's like really like 
the blind leading the blind, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's her daughter. Yeah. Um, should we move over Jersey? It was a to be continued. So it's always a to be continued with these women, which I sometimes don't get because nothing really happens at the at the cliffhanger. Yeah, it's like to be continued for just to continue the episode. Okay, great. Great, great. Let's do some better editing. Bravo, but whatever. Okay, let's go to OC, which I, I while it was a, like a filler episode, I did really love OC this week. I just really love Heather Dubro. I do too. I'm sorry, y'all, but like the love of Heather Dubro here she will went not to fade. Her alma mater of Syracuse, and she gave it to her. I'd like, I, this is where I really truly myself, truly saw myself in Heather Dubro, where I was like, this is where I went to school. This is where I got my fake ID taken away. I wasn't allowed in this bar for a couple of years, but I ended up coming back. This is where we did the drinks. Like, this is how I go around to Los Angeles. Uh, yes, you do. Well, and just to know that she was a musical theater major oh, yeah. and that she wanted to be That's a Broadway you. star, I was like, oh my God, this track. And just ended up in LA. And just ended up meeting Terry and it all worked out. It's like, okay, we see you, Heather. But I loved just her <laughs> taking her kids around, taking a photo in front of the sorority house. Oh, yeah, I, I was in the attic and you couldn't get that room unless you had to extra points and I had extra points it's like oh my god you can't help yourself but it was just so good to see her on her turf and her element uh doing the podcast live Gina was eating it up I love their friendship I I love them going into Manhattan and getting drunk and walking around the city and spilling marinara on their purse and dropping the $20 bill I loved Heather in the city Heather in New York City is honestly what I aspire to be just fancy free without a care in the world just eating all of the carbs and drinking all the Prosecco and just living my life. And her and Gina have a really genuine friendship. I think they have a really, really cute bond. And I did have to LOL majorly at Heather's mom, though, when they had the dinner. Oh, my God. Talk about seeing where a child comes from. Like, whoa. I was... If I was there at the table, I would have been like Max, like jaw on the floor, like so embarrassed the whole time from her telling them how to rearrange and set the table to her being like, this is how you cook a steak. Like, this is how you do it right. And the woman was like, okay. And I love Gina's parents. Gina's parents are literally. Gina and. Which I didn't realize Gina was Gina's dad. Yeah. Which kills me. Um, but Gina's parents remind me of my parents where it's just kind of like they order Prosecco, but they get a Moscato and they're like, we'll drink it anyways. It's fine. Like, just go with the flow. I, I really also saw myself in Gina when she was talking about college and she was like, yeah, you know, I did well. Well, you know, I didn't do well, but I was, I mean, I was a shock girl, but I went to class. I mean, I partied one time at Hofstra my freshman year of college and I don't remember most of it. Uh, so I can imagine that if that was how her life was like for four years, I I don't know how she made it out alive. I truly don't. Uh, but their trip was so fun. I'd much rather be on that trip than be at Shannon's cooking. Although I did love Shannon in her chef's outfit, trying to get the women to cook, but also it doesn't really seem like Shannon knows too much. Shannon knows how to cook. I, I gotta say Shannon has made meals before. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's made meals before. Okay, she d- had good meals. Like we saw the flashback where Terry and, and Tamara were oh, like, "Oh, sure, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah." She knows how to cook. She had her own food line. Don't you forget? Oh, uh, God, God forbid. And I, I like what she had to say about the food. Where it was like, okay. You know, I cook to, like, bring people together. Like, it doesn't need to be this delicious, like, gourmet meal. It can be good food with good people and enjoy it. So I'm going to show them how to do a crock pot, <laughs> a crock pot meal. I'm going to show them how to cook something else. I loved 
as much as I hate Noella, I loved them coming in and going, you look like the Swedish chef. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, oh, no, I think it was Emily who said that. She was like, you know the Swedish chef? I mean it in the most loving way. And I was like, Harper, Dark, and Dark, and Dark. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt bad for Jen uh, again this episode. She just didn't seem like she was present. She's got a lot going on with her and Ryan. Um, I am a little nervous about the idea of Ryan moving out. I don't like that idea. I think. No. Uh, right when Heather was like, not Heather, <laughs> right when Shan was like, no, you shouldn't do that. I was right there with her. I was like, no, she shouldn't move out of the house. I also, though, completely agreed with Emily. You know, we're now getting more into the nitty gritty of the Jen Ryan problem and Jen saying that Ryan wants to be an equal partner, meaning financially. And my red flags went up immediately like Emily mm-hmm. being like, oh, no, 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 no. He wants out, but he wants to make sure that like legally you're bound together so that when he goes for to divorce, he can take you for half of everything that you're worth. Yeah. That's what he wants. He wants to, he wants to leave, but he wants to take the money with him. He wants, he wants that plastic yeah. surgeon money that you've been making A hundred percent. He wants his money. He wants his name on the dotted line everywhere so that he can take half of it. And I, yeah, Jen, don't let him do that. No, 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 no. You earned that. That's for you and your children, not for him. At all, not At for all. him. At uh, all. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're getting less of Noella. But I, I, but then again, I'm like, then why is she here? You know what I mean? I, I don't like her when she's psychotic. But I, I, she's also not a good like placeholder. She's just not. I don't want her on the show. I'm so over her. It's ridiculous. Of course, she had to get completely naked in the pool first thing and be that person. It was just. It's so textbook. I want to be that housewife. Yeah, I, I've been I've been contorting myself into this housewife role so I can get onto the show for years, and now that I'm on it, I'm gonna go buck wild. It just yeah. doesn't. It, uh, I I'm over it. I don't like it. And yeah, and her like, I just her eating all the weed gummies and drinking a ton of them. Be like, I'm in Michelin in the morning. It's like it's not a cute look to be a drunk like drug addict. No matter what's going on in your life, if you no. really are going through something I would much rather see her working on herself and moving forward and being a better person for her son and her than being like this party girl who's like I'm just going through it yeah 100% um and the only other thing that I want to say is I love Emily I do but I don't really think there's that much of a rift between Shannon and Gina. No. I just think it's getting gassed up and exacerbated by Emily stirring the pot. A hundred percent. And because when they were showing flashbacks of how Gina and Shannon were really close and how Shannon was helping Gina through her really crazy divorce and all that stuff and, and the, um, the, the domestic violence, you know, drama, they were really close. And I feel like a tiny little misunderstanding that happened a while ago has been just juiced up into this bigger thing. Exactly. And Emily's not helping. She really is saying one thing to Shannon and quite another thing to Gina. And it's all going to come to a head next episode. I think at um, Jen's party, they're going to have a good old fashioned fight. But Emily, I love you, but don't be an asshole. She's so messy. Emily is so messy this season, which it's fine, but <laughs> it's, it's fine. You're better than that. I was laughing because I was watching Danny Pellegrino on Watch What Happens Live. And he said... <laughs> he calls them hip and casita, G- Emily and Gina, oh. which I, I hadn't heard before. And I thought that was so funny. I'm going to probably have to start listening to Danny Pellegrino, but um, I do support him. I do think he's funny. I love it. So I love it. I think we mentioned it all today. Yeah. A again, a great through. week. I love that we're jam packed with five shows right now. Uh, Annie Cohen was mentioning on watch what happens live last night that the re the premiere episode of Beverly Hills is May is uh, coming soon. He watched it. He says it's the best premiere that Beverly Hills has ever had. 
I'm the so best excited. premiere episode they've ever had. So I cannot wait. I am so excited. I've got to say, I saw something online that May we might be getting both Beverly Hills and Atlanta. Really? And he even said Atlanta is the best he's seen it in years. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So I think we're I think we're in store for coming some out of the pandemic Bravo with some moment. good stuff. Always. I, we've been saying we've been coming out of the pandemic with good stuff for a year and a half now. Like with this last Well, because each show, each show needs their chance to do a post-pandemic season. And that's what we're getting right now. So, okay. we're, you know, for okay. the next year, we're going to be coming out of the pandemic. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Wait, listen up, Matthew. I'm doing it right now. If you aren't subscribed <laughs> already, make sure you. you're subscribed wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And make sure you follow us on social media. Actually, you can't find us right now. That's a lie. Oh, yes. Under construction. Our Instagram under is under construction. construction. But it's coming back. It is coming back. So maybe next week we'll be able to tell you where to follow. But under construction right now. We'll <laughs> see you soon on the social medias. But until next time, adios. Bye.